0: Hello and welcome to The Family Show. I'm your host, Eleanor Rossman, and with us this week and every week, thanks be to God, Brenda and Randy Lee. Good to see you both. Good to see
1: you. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. And how about you? Good. Good. We're great. (laughs) And I'm just amazed that we're going to talk today about getting ready for Advent because I can't Mm -hmm. believe that's almost here.
1: And it's ironically that we would be talking about it's some, that Advent is something you have to get ready for, right? But, yeah. but, but we're coming up on Advent, and I was listening to Matthew Kelly the other day, and Matthew has this really staggering observation. He starts out, we have never spent more time preparing for Christmas, right? And you think about it. Halloween may not be over and you see people out in their yards that are preparing to decorate for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And anymore you have to do that because decorating your house for Christmas is a big deal. I've,
0: I've already walked in my neighborhood and yeah. seen Christmas decorations. Absolutely. Right. And, the and, lights are
1: up. Yeah. yeah. And not decorations you can do in a day, right? This is, this is big time decorating, right? Mm-hmm. You see, so you have the decorating and then you have the shopping. Then you have the baking and the cooking and the cards and the letter that goes inside the cards. And then there's the party and then there's decorating inside the house because what we were talking about before was decorating outside the house, right? This is inside decorating. And then there's the the shows and the concerts and what's going on at the school and the travel, right? And you put it all together and yeah, Matthew is right, right? We have never spent more time preparing for Christmas. Yeah. But then Matthew added and less time on Advent. Yeah. Right? Stop. Yeah. Isn't Advent the season in the church to prepare for Christmas? Mm-hmm. How can we be so busy preparing for Christmas that we don't have time to prepare for it? Why do we have Advent? Why do we celebrate Christmas? It's to reorient our lives, right? Yeah. The purpose of our life is to, right, Baltimore Kiss time, the purpose or, or God spell, right? The purpose of our life is to know. Love what? and serve God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if you don't have time to be with Him. But, but in the seven moments, seven months, in the seven months after Easter, after Lent, what happens? We forget that's the purpose of our life. Right. By by November, we're beyond just generating our grocery list during the consecration, right? Yeah, we're 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 running a hundred and fifty miles per hour, blowing through every traffic light in our lives. In fact, Brenda has this great story about like the frantic pace of living. Right? She was on her way to to some place, Brenda. Right. And she's speeding. She gets pulled over by the cop. <laughs> Not right? you, Brenda. Yeah. This wasn't recent. This was when I it was years ago.
2: Back, okay. you yeah. know, been a little bit wild. Let's clarify enough. that, Randy. So yeah. I open the window, and obviously I'm getting a ticket. And my response was, "Could you mail it to me? I'm in a hurry." <laughs> <laughs> right. Needless to say.
1: (laughs) But but that's where we get to when we get to Advent, right? We get to Advent explicitly, implicitly. The church is seeking to slow us down, right? Time to light a candle, say a prayer, Mm -hmm. sing a song, open one door a day with your kids on their Advent calendars. When was your last confession? Do you still know what a sin is? Right? Can you go to confession once in the next four weeks?
0: Can I just say this? I'm just going interject because I noticed it in the in the paper this weekend. They were selling an Advent calendar with different wine bottles in each window that you oh, could open up, and I gosh. thought, "Wow, we're really heading
1: downhill." Or the, that'll get you to the calendar. Right? <laughs> but but the church, right? Because it loves us, is telling us to put the brakes on. And we hit December, and instead we hit the gas.
2: Well, one thing I thought was good, and I wish this were in all churches, yesterday when we were at Mass, when we came out, they, you could put in your order, they had Advent wreaths and candles and the prayers right there for you. And it's heads up, this is coming, get this in place. And I think, what a great reminder and do this with your family. So, right there in church, you don't have to say, Josh, because how many people, well, I got the wreath, but I never got the candles. And
0: you know what? To be honest,
2: go, going around looking for Advent candles, right. no. good luck. Now, these were already packaged right there for you, and it was, and I said, this should be part of the season. I think you that's know? fabulous. Yeah. I
1: mean, the, the, the church making it like no excuse, right? right? Slow down, right? But but we take this busy life and every Black Friday, we double the busyness. We put our life on steroids so we can arrive at Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. You think about this. If you were a sports team, football, basketball, field hockey, whatever, and Christmas were a contest, how would we approach it, Right singularity of purpose. We would be watching film to get us ready for the game. We'd be exercising to get us ready for the game. We'd be practicing plays to get us ready for the game. We'd have people to whom we're accountable coaches making sure we're ready for the game. We'd be very single-minded. Exactly. and, And when I say preparing us for the game, I mean preparing us for the game, right? If we wanted to win that game, every step we took would be focused on winning the game. We wouldn't be planning the post pizza party after the game, Mm -hmm. right? Or picking our outfit for the bus ride to the game, right? What do we need to do to win Christmas this year, right? When Jesus is born in the stable, I want to see him. I want to feel the cold and the swaddling clothes, right? When the angels sing, I want to hear them right? Ann Wilson has a song now on the Christian chart. It's a God thing. And the point is that there's a bunch of things that happen to us every day that can only be explained by the presence of God. And we miss them because we're too busy to look for them. Mm -hmm. We're too busy to look for for him in them, Mm -hmm. right? A friend of mine, really smart guy, was a big deal out at this big corporation right and and one day he's sitting at his desk eating his lunch has the door open because he wants his boss to see he's working through lunch right <laughs> right dedicated worker right yeah so so the boss walks by looks in asks him what he's doing and he's like proudly but but a little defensively because his boss didn't seem pleased right when he said that the guy's like I'm working through lunch, you know, big project coming up. And his boss is like, oh, no, no, no. Right. Lunch is on the clock, meaning you do lunch with your coworkers. His boss says someday you will either be your peers boss or they will be your boss. And the only way that works is if you build those relationships Mm -hmm. now and you can't build those relationships eating alone in your office, Mm -hmm. right? Someday God is going to be your King and you will seek to live in his kingdom. Yeah. Right. So the only way that that's going to work is if you spend time with him now building those relationships. Great point. And if you don't spend time with him at Advent, when is it going to be?
2: Yeah. And that's the joyful part of each day, to know you can spend time with God. Yeah. You know? So why do we like, uh
0: Why do we, well, you know, I think that's the dark side, because what would be the recommendation of the devil?
1: Mm-hmm. Get
0: busy. busy, get busy, get mm-hmm. busier than you normally are,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I really need to distract you mm-hmm. from doing the right thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that, that's the fascinating thing is that I don't think we see it as time away from God. It's it's the devil distracting us, right? Lord, I'm with you. I'm preparing for your day, right? I'm getting ready for your party, I'm getting ready for your event. I, I, you and I, we're on the same wavelength. And and he's saying, I don't want you to get ready for my party. I don't want you to get ready for my day. Mm-hmm. I want you to get ready for me. Right? Yeah. That's what this is about. You and me, I want us in relationship. Right? I don't want you thinking about Things related to me—that's not why I that's came. That's not me, right? That's related not me. To me. Is not me. that's not me, right? I came so that you and I could spend time together.
0: Wow, and it's a battle. I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking the other day. I'm on Amazon looking at Christmas tree decorations. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, this was just shortly after Mass. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Where's my head? And I just think as humans, we are so easily distracted, especially, I think, the less practice we have of spending time right. with Jesus. I mean, that's why this should be, you said,
2: a, a reorienting of your mind. We really have to practice that every day and get your priorities, whether it's taking that list and just putting God right at the top and make sure that's.
1: And it's all good. That, that, and that's the problem. Brenda always says, like, it's all good, right? I'm doing this because I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it. Through, this person will love this gift. This person will will love this this yeah, decoration, this done, environment. Get
0: it done before Advent starts. That's mm-hmm. right.
1: Or or remember yeah, that even though that's all good, this is better,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? This is better. To be with me. Is that you have chosen the better part.
0: You know, um, years years ago, many years ago, for me, looking at childhood pictures, mm-hmm. almost every Christmas, from like the age of four, five, six, seven, eight, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. This is after we've all opened yeah. our presents because I had, I guess, a letdown. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think, again, that focus on, hey, this is, you're going to get the best things and this is, it's things, 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 mm-hmm. instead of the thing. Right. The God. The greatest gift. The greatest gift comes to us that day. And I
1: don't think I'm alone. No, of course not. <laughs> I
0: mean, not everybody cried.
1: <laughs> I did. But the, not externally, but the yeah, there is that a, was. There is a letdown.
0: Yeah, especially if we're focused on externals, right? you know, instead of eternals, right? Yes. All right, let's stop and take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to The Family Show with Brenda and Randy Lee. Please stay tuned and get ready for Advent. Welcome back to The Family Show with Brendan Randy Lee. And we're talking about Advent, so please continue, Randy.
1: We're talking about Advent <laughs> in a very circuitous kind of way, which is what we always do. But anyway, so a couple of weeks ago, Brendan and I were out at the John McCutcheon concert. The Susquehanna Folk Music Society brought him in. And John's pretty much a legend in the folk music world. And And a couple things caught my attention at the concert that, that seem relevant here, at least to me, not to the world. But But anyway... First was a stained glass window, right? The concert was in a church. Market Street. Market Street, Presbyterian. And and the window said, the Lord direct your heart into the love of God. Mm -hmm. The Lord direct your heart into the love of God. And for me, that nails Advent. Mm -hmm. Lord, here's a month. Yes. You use it Mm -hmm. to direct my heart into loving you. And the second, and I think, Eleanor, this kind of... Moves into that dynamic that you were talking about about letdowns at, at Christmas. Um, the second is I'm sitting at the at the merch table with John's manager, John's travel buddy, John's John's, and John's manager comments to me how much of life is a ten minute introduction to a three minute song, right? Huh. You think of it, we expect like the buildup and then Christmas should be this huge, even bigger than the buildup. And the reality is, is life is filled with these 10 minute introductions to a three minute song. Yeah. Right. You prepare for a week, you play a game for an hour. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, when he said that, I was like, of course, like that, that's exactly right. And it's exactly what we've been talking about. Right. If, If you remember the first Rocky movie. And there's this dynamic where you see Rocky Balboa, he's running up and down the steps of Philadelphia Art Museum at dawn in December. You see him pounding ferociously the ribs of sides of beef at his brother-in-law's meat packing plant, Mm -hmm. right? And then you see Apollo Creed, heavyweight champion of the world, sitting, making phone calls, working promoters to sell the fight. Right. And it shouldn't be a fight, right? Apollo Creed is the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time. And Rocky is some has been, never was, club fighter kind of character, right? But it is a fight because when the bell rings, Rocky's ready to go and Apollo's not. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. This Christmas has the potential to be really special because so, because this Christmas, so many of us are shepherds, right? And let me explain that. You think Please about do. you think about the Christmas stories, right, in yeah. the Bible. Everyone is always trying to name the wise men. In Matthew's Gospel, Matthew doesn't give them a name, right? Matthew actually doesn't number them. He says they brought three gifts: gold, frankincense, myrrh. Every figures three gifts must be three kings, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say there were three kings or three wise men, but they've all got names, right? Gaspar, Balthazar, Melchior, right? They're they're widely venerated as saints under those names, right? Some churches claim their relics are in the church, right? Then you go to Luke, the shepherds. Luke doesn't name the shepherds either. The difference is the shepherds have remained unnamed. In fact, I was, I was talking to a priest friend recently, and he had done some research, and he was saying there's almost nothing known about the shepherds. It's as if they show up at the stable, first to worship Christ outside of the Holy Family, right? And then they disappear. It's as if they are invisible. And you think about it. At the time, shepherds were social as- social outcasts. Yes. They were invisible. They were the low people That's on the totem point. pole, yeah. right? Yeah. They're out in the field. They're nameless, no identity, cold, nothing to do, staring up at the sky. And suddenly they are surrounded by angels. angels. Of all the people Christ could come to first, he comes to them. Mm-hmm. And this, this to me is so mind blowing. Luke doesn't give them an identity, but Jesus takes on their identity. Jesus calls himself the good shepherd. He makes of himself a shepherd. See these guys, see what they do, how they do it. It's really good, really valuable what they do for sheep and what they do for sheep. I want to do for you. He sees the people who are invisible and he makes them visible. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do that for us. Brendan and I were at the, at the Joyce Meyer conference in Hershey a couple of weeks ago and Joyce observed the world is filled with people who feel invisible. Right? People yeah. saying, how can people leave me to live like this? And the answer is, because you're invisible, mm-hmm. right? In the film Super 8, long time made go back, but anyway, in the film Super 8, there's this classic line, the mom of one of the main characters, a kid, has died. And the kid, Joe Lamb, some, some interesting coincidences in that name, right, mm-hmm. is explaining what he misses most. And he says, my mom used to look at me this way, like really look, and I just knew I was there. Yeah. That I existed. Yeah. Right. That's how love looks at you. Mm -hmm. When love looks at you, you know, you're there, that you exist, that you aren't invisible. Tess Hamill over on, I have to say it, I'm sorry, I have to say it, but Tess Hamill over on Fortress 1230, right? This morning had this great phrase, the revelation of his love for you. Think about it. That's what Christmas is. It's the revelation of Christ's love for you. That's what you prepare for during Advent. My sky is not going to be empty anymore. Mm -hmm. The wind against me isn't going to be cold anymore. The world isn't going to be dark anymore. I'm not going to be invisible ever again. My beloved is coming.
0: You know what's interesting to me too. It's the darkest time of the year, mm-hmm. and yet here he comes as a baby, so approachable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can all—you can't always approach a king, right? Right, in the normal sense of the word. But a child, mm-hmm. an innocent baby, you mm-hmm. just want to grab him right. and hold
1: him. You want to take your eyes off them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the eyes, right? That's the, the the a mother's eyes, right? And and the, you you think about because just so much there to talk about. I mean, one thing is, right? That what is the darkest moment in your life? It's the moment before you realize that you are loved. That's when you're going to feel the world is darkest, right? And and all of a sudden, Christ comes. And it's not dark anymore, mm-hmm. right? My beloved will reveal his love for me, and I will never feel unloved again. right and, and Brenda, to pick up on what you're saying, one of my favorite things about Christmas art is the eyes of Mary looking at Jesus mm-hmm. after his birth. Mm-hmm. right the The grotto right down in Emmitsburg has this beautiful statue of Mary lying next to Jesus after he's born, just staring him, mm-hmm. right. Twice in the Gospels, both times in John, Jesus calls Mary woman. Mm-hmm. And that's a little off-putting, it right? Is. Comes off a little disrespectful, like, mm-hmm. excuse me, but I do have a name. I am your mother. What's this right. woman garbage, right? Okay. But we hear another man in the Bible refer to another woman in the same way, right? Adam. Oh, yeah. When Adam meets Eve, for the first time, Adam calls Eve woman. Christ is referring to Mary, when he says that, as the new Eve, yeah. Yeah. the new mother of all. Of all. Mm-hmm. In John, right, right, in John, what what Jesus says is, new Eve, new mother of, of all, behold your son, behold your daughter. And look at them as you looked at me that first night in Bethlehem. Yeah. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we need to prepare for. So you're a kid who doesn't fit in. No one notices Charlie Brown. Well, the queen of heaven loves you as her own. Mm -hmm. This Advent, right? This We need to prepare for that. This Advent... Right? Go get some Christmas music. If you don't have any Christmas music, right, go to the seasonsmusic.com, seasons music search search seasons music, seasons music website, right? They have two Christmas albums on their website you can listen to for free. So you don't even have to buy anything, right? You don't have to buy Christmas. But music. I encourage you to. But you can't but anyway, you don't have to buy But every night, light one candle, go get them at St. Matt's like Brenda said or whatever. Mm-hmm. Light one candle. Hobby Lobby has himself Right. Gone. Hobby Lobby, light one candle and you can listen for three minutes to one Christmas song. Mm. Right? There's three minutes in your life that you can prepare for him. Right? Right. This Advent, hug your child. Look at your child as a parent looks at a child, take them over to the Advent calendar and open a door with them.
2: And whatever you do, be committed, persevere, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah.
0: And, and you know, and you can, and we can. It's a limited amount of time. Right. It's, you know, it starts, what is the first day of Advent? Do we know what the, the actual calendar Sunday, day is? It's a Sunday. It is a Sunday. <laughs> the King. Right. Is that right? Right. So we have a couple of weeks to go. Yeah. So we have plenty of time. To this way, seventh yeah. Yeah. To get our advent wreath, our yep. advent candles, line it up Our now. advent calendar. Yep. And just do what you just said. But but
1: I think Brenda, great, great, great word. Persevere. Yeah. Persevere. Be tenacious in your preparation to meet your beloved. Be rocky. Right. Be Rocky. Be Rocky.
0: Um Any other pieces of advice to get ready for Advent? That's good advice because, again, I always
2: find myself the day before scrambling for that Advent, right? And you don't want to be at Christmas Mass and your mind's like, "Gosh, where did Advent go?" I didn't, you know. I mean, that's the worst. And you want to have this is very important. Put the brakes on now, and this is so important to prepare. You're going to have an incredible guest coming, right?
0: And like you said before, Randy. It's good to get gifts for our loved ones. Do that, but don't get into that whole mm-hmm. race of right. running, running, running after these things that they're, you know, especially I'm thinking my grandkids will play with like for a day.
1: Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The two things you guys just said are so great. Be rocky. And when you get to Christmas, don't say I squandered my shot.
0: Yeah, and don't have a rocky Christmas. And don't
1: have a rocky Christmas.
0: <laughs> um, we are out of time. It's probably a good thing this time. Um, but we invite you to join us every Friday on at 1230 on AM 720 for The Family Show. And keep
1: us in your prayers.
0: For Brendan Randy Lee, I'm Eleanor Rossman, and we leave you with the beautiful sound of sea.